Welcome back, guys. This is K-pop Fighting, and I'm co-host TYB, and and this is Kyun. So it has been a week. Uh, so and it was getting chilly actually. Yeah, out yeah. There. Korea is like very dynamic weather. <laughs> if you don't know, yeah, <laughs> extreme, extreme. Yeah, I mean it was so warm a couple weeks ago, and now it's pretty chill right now. Yeah, and like. Couple weeks from now, it's probably gonna be winter. <laughs> probably, like yeah, like two days ago, it was like a set something like Saturday or something like that. That I was walking, and in the morning it was so cold. And whilst I was walking, it became so warm and hot. Yeah, <laughs> I had to take off my jacket. It was like yeah. crazy. Ah, oh, but I guess that dynamic is what kind of you know suits well with K-pop, right? It's like yeah. Come to think of it, like Korean music is so much like Korean weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it affected our music. <laughs> I, I think so. I think so. Actually, it's just you know California music is like you know like California love. Those music are very chill and very you know very warm. Yeah, it's yeah. very California like. Yeah. So, and you know New York. Yeah. The pop is very New York like. Basically. Know, very dry and everything. So maybe there's this like you know weather can affect. Maybe not. I'm just you know talking. <laughs> Probably not. But but anyway, I think. <laughs> Those kind of uh, weather changes or something that can affect us right now. And what else? Uh, how was your week, Yoon? Uh, same old. Uh, yep, yep. Yeah, I, I just been making music. You know, like always. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm, been the same. Yeah, I mean, that's same to me. Too. I just write my own novels and, you mm -hmm. know, tr translate my own novel. Today I want to have like a variety of like what I was doing I started translating another novel not mine because mm -hmm. my novel I already translated the the resurrected Mozart one which <laughs> will publish soon but there's another novel that I started to uh, translate was by other guy and it's gonna be it's gonna be on webtoon soon wow. it's about the assassin it's kind of like I think Koreans love resurrection <laughs> yeah you're dead and you come back you know but your time is also changing you cope back in time with the new body I guess sort of or mm -hmm. younger version of you and I realized that Korea and you know English are very different language of course mm -hmm. and culturally very different so yeah what I did before was a uh, K-pop novel, so it was happening in like real-time setting, contemporary setting, and you know it was about musician. But now it's uh, medieval night type of things, wow. fantasy, and I realized, wow, the cultures are so different. You know, so I had to change everything, yeah. like the tone, not the contact, I mean, not the content itself, because event and everything, I can't change that. But like mm -hmm. the tone, I have to change everything, because Koreans always have like a hyung and dongseng things like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do in America too, in a sense, in Western culture, which is different. But it's way more formal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, it's it's a bit different. I think the leadership style is different to everything. Yeah. So, I had to change so many things, which actually I didn't mean to. Kind of, it's yeah. linked to what we're about to say. Actually, I didn't mean to it, but it's come to think of it, it is because we're going to talk about DPR today yes yeah. the one and only yeah yeah uh, we decided to do this because uh, recently DPR Live announced that he's going to stop being DPR Live for at least for a while yeah uh, he's going to uh, you know release music mm -hmm. by his you know real Korean name Hong Da Bin mm -hmm. 
I mean, that doesn't mean that he's going to leave the team, but, you know, he's just going to do his own thing for for now. For, for now, for sure. Yeah. And then with his own label, right? Yeah, coming to your live. Yeah, yeah. The label. Yeah, and I think that's kind of, well, I don't know. We, we don't, we're not sure what's going to happen, but we can possibly say this is end of one era of DPR and Nest. Yeah, for sure. So we thought of maybe this, we thought this might be a good time for us to talk about DPR, especially DPR Live. Yeah. So we talked about like what can we like, what can be our like, what should I say, mm, sample for DPR and DPR Live's Her, the mm-hmm. album, EP album. Yeah. To us, was like the iconic album that we can talk about. Yes. So let's start with that. So before we talk about DPR, I think we should, I mean, DPR Live, we have to talk about DPR, the crew first, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, is there anything you want to start? Yeah, my first uh, encounter mm-hmm. with DPR was probably the, the, the rap video they mm-hmm. filmed mm-hmm. in a Korean traditional house, uh, Hanuk. Mm-hmm. The song was called Ng Freestyle. Yeah, like many, many famous rappers were there, right? Like Sik K. Yeah, uh, very famous Korean rappers at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sik K. Owen, mm-hmm. uh, Punchnello, mm-hmm. uh, and Flowsick, yep. and of course DPR Live. Yep, yep. Uh, yeah, so they interpolated the famous uh, American rap trend. It was called throwing, throwing um cipher, uh, but they like kind of twisted the um with, you know, the Korean. Uh, uh, Korean version of ES, mm-hmm. which is ng, mm-hmm. so they kind of, uh, uh, you know, changed everything, mm-hmm. twisted everything into, you know, a Korean culture, uh-huh. which was really new to me because uh, I never thought I would see a Korean traditional house in a Korean rap video. Uh, so yeah, that was my first encounter with DPR, mm-hmm. and it was very creative. Mm-hmm. You know, the visuals were crazy. The rap was crazy. Uh, everything was really creative and new to me. So that was my first encounter. I think that's very important what you pointed out because the visuals. Because yeah. I th- first heard of DPR not because of the one like DPR Live or Eon like, performer. Mm-hmm. I heard of DPR by like their visuals, oh yeah, by their music videos like Taeyang and all the idols, Vix, things like yeah. that, and w- so to me it was like a collective of people, creatives mm-hmm. who makes music video. To me, that yeah, when I first heard of them, and they're very different, right? Like they're not like the typical Korean K-pop music label or no. anything like that, right? Nor a typical Korean rap crew or something. No, yeah, they were they were literally like. Uh, Avengers mm-hmm. <laughs> type thing, yeah. Type thing, but you know, each of the members are unique in their own way, yeah. have their own talents, and they just like come together to make this one masterpiece, mm. which which is really unique to the whole Korean industry in a way. Yeah, because Korean hierarchy is very you know like top down oriented, and there's always a clear rank. I'm just saying traditional Korean yeah. corporate culture. And I'm not saying America doesn't have that, but, you know, like, they have, like, hip-hop crew is so America. Yeah. Like the brotherhood really. and everything. Yeah. And, and it's just different. And for me, K-pop is, like, a 
core, like in a good way, like a very, very Korean. Yeah. They have a leader. Yeah. They have like a Confucius like teacher who's a producer. Yeah. Who is taking charge and he has a total responsibility or she, like mm-hmm. Minnie Jin, have a total responsibility of that project, right? Yeah. And all they have to do is follow them. And yeah. that's to me very Korean. And that doesn't happen in America. <laughs> no. So, uh, I mean, sometimes, but... N- not uh, that much. Yeah, yeah it's more... Uh, you do your thing. Creative. Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, that's a good way. But in a bad way, no... Like, American producers don't have a... Take a full responsibility of mm-hmm. other singers, right? Yeah, sometimes. They just, they just let them do it. But but it's, it's, it's a good thing and bad thing, you know? It's, it's not yeah. someone is superior or inferior or anything. Yeah. It's just different. Mm-hmm. And, well, they used to have, like, a bad managers in America, too, I guess. <laughs> but, yeah. So I'm trying not to be oversimplifying anything. I mean, probably it's, I said Confucius, but maybe it's not about Confucius. Maybe it's just Korean culture, or maybe just, for sure, nothing. It's DPR is very, very, very unique team, yeah. which did not happen like easily in America or Korea. It's very Americanized or Western yeah. style for sure. And I don't we don't know much about DPR and how they made it. But what I heard is this DPR live was a dancer, break yeah. dancer. Yeah. And so was DPR Yan. Yeah. And they just by chance met each other. Yeah. They linked up. Yeah. Um, and since they linked up, they started talking with each other all the time. You know, yeah. They spend time with each other and discuss about their ambitions and their creative vision and everything. Mm-hmm. So like, and then other people came to join and everything. And that's how I heard DPR got started. But like, we we're not sure because like, other than Ian and Live, most of other guys are like not a frontman, so mm-hmm. much yeah. less interview. Yeah. So, you know. Based on the things we know, yeah. uh, based on the interviews we have, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I uh, what I fa- found out was that DPR Live, uh, when he started like making songs and stuff, uh, uh, you know th- the interview had like a question that that was saying that was there any other labels that reached out to you, mm. but DPR Live said no. Why would we? Uh, why would we join other labels when we, when we can do our own thing? When we are brothers in real life, mm. we should. We had no choice. Uh, we 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 didn't have any other options than making our own label. Mm. Uh, and you know, DPR is a label of itself, also. So it kind of remind me of Jay Z and Dame Dash mm-hmm. uh, making their own rap label, yeah, Rockefeller yeah. Records. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So. And the name itself is very, very, you know, ambitious too, right? Yeah, Dream Perfect Regime. Yeah, and then Regime. So they're like trying to be dominant. Yeah. Over everything, basically. Yeah, of their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. To, to you know, make their dreams into real life. Mm-hmm. Their perfect dreams. I agree, agree. That's very interesting. So, so up to that now we should start with like DPR live now because we now had sort of covered what DPR was probably you guys know but like you know just a different perspective Mm -hmm. and then DPR live I think what's important for us to know is his 
pretty much American. Yeah. Like, he was born in Korea, but he went to Guam, right? Yeah, he grew up in Guam until he was, like, 16, 17. He was in Guam and then Saipan, and then all of a sudden he came back. Mm -hmm. No one knows why. But then he started trying to adapt himself in Korea, like, went to philosophy or, like, or... I think it was either philosophy or psychology that he was trying to like gain like a what should I say the college degree out of really yeah he wanted to have that kind of thing it's kind of like you know story so mm-hmm. it's kind of it fits well with I guess his personality and everything mm-hmm. but then he went to the army yeah. and that, to me that was very interesting because he realized he wanted to become a singer and musician when he was in the army yeah because so many people ask him to what he wants to do he sort of you know got awakening mm-hmm. in like the he broke his real face but he's now now I'm gonna pursue music. yeah pursue yeah. my dream which is music yeah that's very interesting because it was not as you know enthusiastic or like p- powerful or big as as like the DPR live but I sort of had the same experience too mm-hmm. like just like any other Korean man I went to the army too and one thing, to me, it was not as ambitious as that, but like what was interesting to me was this. Uh, because everything is controlled and you are all, you can't do whatever you want, right? In yeah. the army, in the barrack. Ironically, I realized how much I like writing and reading there because I couldn't do it. Mm. But that was the first time they don't let me read or write. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why, yeah, I can't. That's probably the reason why I became a writer, which is. Or and writer and novelist and everything. It's just very <laughs> author, <laughs> ironic, you know. Probably mm-hmm. the same with DPR Love. It was a very bad thing, but maybe that was a good thing for him to find this true ambition. Yeah. And then with the DPR Live, and then there was other, you know, DPR Cream and all those like dream, like Avengers, like members were all gathered. Yeah. So they started. Mm, what should I say? Create their own. Not music, but like crew, mm-hmm. collective, their own co-work, basically. Yeah. And with that, they had like, a, as, as we mentioned, Un Freestyle, and they started working with many, many famous musicians like Dean, yeah, Crush, uh, Crush, G2, G2, uh, J Park, J Park, Dumbfounded, Dumbfounded, yeah, all those like great, great musicians, especially five years ago, they were like the top of the top yeah yeah for sure so DPR Live was all with that kind of people and they had like crazy connections also yeah I think it's probably because they were so creative and like very unique in music as a music video creator yeah like you kind of have to be with them to you know Mm -hmm. collaborate making music videos and everything especially hip hop scenes right now they're better but before they were well known for be not as good as K-pop in music video. Mm-hmm. I mean, K-pop music videos are crazy. Yeah, it, it's been crazy. Like, I don't know, for, for so ye- long, for years, for man. years. Yeah, it's probably and this from Girls Generations G. Like, yeah, and this fifteen years it has been crazy. So, but like, hip-hop was not like that. Of no. course, like J. Park, those kind of pioneers did a, quite a creative works, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes time. So 
DPR wasn't labeled to go when they when you want to make like a really crazy unique mm-hmm. music video, I guess. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the reasons how they get gained like those connections. Mm-hmm. With this background, is there anything else you want to talk before we move to the album Her? Uh, yeah, like right before Her. Yeah. Uh, you know, he dropped a debut EP. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Probably no. It's not a studio album, right? Uh, it was the album was called Coming to You Live, mm. and uh, uh, you know, besides all the connections he had with these famous rappers, the songs themselves were really, really good. Mm. They, it had like a quality, uh, quality R and B song. Mm-hmm. Quality hip hop song somewhere in between R and B and hip hop, uh, and I, I remember like listening to his debut EP, and and I thought, wow, this is different. Uh, mm-hmm. The song themselves were different, and it really built up the momentum to the album we're gonna talk about talk uh, talk about later on, mm-hmm. which is her. Yeah, yeah. So like he really built the momentum yeah. in the Korean hip hop industry. Yeah, and it, it was crazy. De- definitely, and the her was by far the most iconic DPR labeled album, I think. Yeah, probably the most successful. Too, of course, also. of course. And to me, what was very interesting was when I, when I first heard their songs, I it was nice songs, but to me it was like, yeah, it was nice, but. But that kind of music. But then when I saw their music videos, yeah. oh, it was totally different vibe. It was like such a unique, artistic, like it's like a new world basically. Yeah, like, the feeling was totally different, and that kind of changed the music. So, DPR is a crew, right? And although DPR Live is a rapper and he is the frontman of this whole project. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was the music video that completes this process. Yeah, for sure. So they created this, uh, you know, atmosphere yeah. and universe of their own uh, through the music videos. And it doesn't feel like it's made by you know some other director guy from yeah, yeah. you know like filming guy. It felt like it was DPR yeah. as a whole yeah. that participated in this project. And I could feel their teamwork in it. Mm. Uh, you know, it just didn't didn't feel like it was DPR Live who did the whole thing, or DPR Ian who did the whole thing. Just felt like it was a presentation of DPR themselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. I I agree with it. And then the visual was so different, and mm-hmm. it wasn't just that they were good technically. It was their visions were so unique. Yeah, uh, especially the. The song Martini Blue. Oh, yeah. I believe they shot the music video in Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the famous city in Greece. Yeah. Um, and it, it was really, really cool because I believe the EP came out in late autumn, late autumn, I guess, November, yeah, o- ob- October. Yeah, about now, actually. Yeah. yeah. But the song was so summer <laughs> and the music video was so summer. Yep, yep. Filmed in Greece, man. <laughs> it's one of most weather-wise most beautiful country ever. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. That was yeah. great. And actually, coming to think, I think what was very important was thinking that we would film something in Greece. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so obvious right now. We're 
you know, talking about K-pop in English right, yeah. for global audience. So now it's pretty obvious, but it's especially, I mean, DPR Live, they're not even, you know, K-pop idol. No. They're just <laughs> indie rapper who didn't even go to show me the money or anything. But they film, they decided to film something in Greece, mm-hmm. make a global appearance, and then, yeah. you know, use uh, lots and lots and lots of female like foreign female models and everything it's yeah very obvious now that like you know it's Korean hip-hop and Korean music are so hot everywhere mm-hmm. but I think that's extremely extremely like you know pioneering work yeah really because yeah yeah they really knew the power of uh, videos yeah yeah uh, because uh, the the album her is consisted with four songs uh, and three songs from the project has a v- video and each of the pro each of the video was filmed in a different country yeah uh, martini blue was filmed in greece jasmine was filmed in uh i don't know the country but it was filmed in europe i guess mm-hmm. and the last one uh text me text me Text Me was filmed in London. Mm-hmm. And each of the video provides a different vibe. Yeah. Uh, uh, a different vibe to the album. Uh, each of the video provides a different color to the album. Yeah. And the album as a whole is very colorful, but it speaks the same language, which is love. Uh, so the presentation was amazing. I think... What you're saying was great, and also it's just a mind mindset, you know, like yeah, thinking you can film it there with female models and foreign models, and you know, not just male and female, but just everyone, and then yeah, making a love song for everyone, not just yeah, ma- not just you know, a girl next door in Korea, but for everyone, and yeah, basically. you can clearly see that this album is for both male and female, unlike most hip hop albums that go concentrate on male audience yeah and also it's not just for Koreans it's for everyone it's for every people yeah it's for every youth basically so which is right now it's very easy to say but it's very hard to think like that to think our music can reach global audience everywhere yeah and that mindset was very important and it's not a I think coincidence that both DPR Yan and DPR Live and Actually, all the members were very, you know, global. Mm-hmm. They were all from, like, different backgrounds, but they all had, like, a something with the global market. Yeah. They they knew, and they were all gathered together for that global mindset, which is why they had a, such a huge success, not only in Korea, but also in America and yeah. everywhere in the world, actually. And it almost felt like... Uh, it, it didn't feel like DPR wanted to grow domestically and reach out the global mm-hmm, audience mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it just felt like they were uh, they were just there like they were just like looking at a wider view yeah looking globally from the start from the start from yep. right off the bat like yep, they were yep. like reaching the world and that's why you know they like like you said of making love songs for everyone making videos for everyone yeah and they have a lot of English mm-hmm. in their music. Yeah, yeah. And, and not just yeah. it's not just the language itself, like the the content of it. Yeah. Like the once DPR Live left about like three Emmas in Hollywood. Uh huh. Which and then like talking about like like 
my favorite actress in Hollywood, which is something that everyone who knows Hollywood can share. Oh yeah, like uh, Emirata, yeah, Emma, Emma Watson, Stone, Emma Stone. Yeah, but like, oh, I mean, this is very obvious, especially when I mean, we're talking about in English. Yeah, but most rappers when they talk about like the beautiful actors, we talk about like Korean actors, yeah. actresses like Chun Ji Hyun or yeah, Kim Tae Kim Tae <laughs> or yeah, I mean, fine. I mean. <laughs> I'm not saying something is bad or anything, but it's just the mindset, though, how they, like, what kind yeah. of content, like, in what kind of worldview you're talking about. Yeah. It, and it was very different, and it was very cute. It was, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And very, very global-minded. Like, so, like, DPR Live never went to Show Me The Money. No. Nope. Which is, like, the biggest hip-hop show in Korea. And if you concentrate on Korean market, especially five, six years ago, if you want the success in Korea, you have to go to Show Me The Money. Right? Yeah, you have to make an appearance. Like, yeah. e- like at least as a feature guest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least, or maybe if you're just old enough and successful, at least be a judge, you know. Yeah, yeah, like the producer. Yeah, but here, he totally concentrated only in global audience. Yeah. Which worked especially well, actually. And only in their projects. Like, yeah, yeah. And that is so ambitious. Yeah. And it's even crazy that even even crazier that it worked out really fine. <laughs> I know. I mean, it worked out great. Uh, so great. They wrote a legend, like they wrote a history. It, I, I think so. And the impact after this is just how just outblown they went to S. Yeah. SWSX and they just became global. Like whenever I meet many, many people from Europe or America, I'm surprised by how, you know, successful mm-hmm. K-hip-hop and K-rock musicians, especially K-indie, but K-hip-hop mostly, yeah. are in those musicians, like, or K-R&B. Yeah, which is pretty big. Uh, very big, yeah. Yeah. It's very interesting, and DPR is obviously one of the pioneers of that, and most successful in those global yeah. markets. Yeah. Which is very, to me, very interesting, and for, for Koreans, they had like a strict like division between K-pop and K-hip-hop and K-R&B. But for, I think, for foreign markets and foreign listeners, mm-hmm. overseas, they, they just think of them all, just feel them all are part of K-pop, I think. Yeah, like not in a bad way. Yeah, in like, a good way, yeah. Like not seeing rappers as idols. You know, like they all think... K-pop or K-hip-hop as a whole, like like a music itself. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you know, in a, in a good way also. Yeah, in a good so. way. I think so. I think so. So that's what there was like four songs and very upbeat, light songs. Yeah, re- and really cute. Uh, yeah, it very was cute. <laughs> very very TikTokable too. Actually. Yeah. It, very viral worthy. Yeah, uh-huh. and you it makes you feel better. You know, makes you feel good. Yeah. feel good type of vibe and everything and it became like one of the biggest K-pop I guess back in the days mm-hmm. and those kind of vibe went on until even now yeah. now 2023 yeah. it's been like and not only global uh, even you Korea know, even even Korea I remember I was a middle schooler back then mm. uh, every single girl mm. in our school mm. used to have crush on DPR Live oh. their uh, Facebook uh bio I guess yeah, yeah, yeah. it was like Hong Da Bin which is uh, DPR Live's real name, real name. Uh, and there was like a heart emoji next to Hong Da Bin yeah and her own name yeah and some of 
some of their uh, profile pictures were DPR Live's uh, picture from his performance. Uh, you know, like, he had massive fan base here. I mean, he still has, but, of course. Uh, you know, it was his prime, basically. So, like, it was a, it was really big. Um, it's very interesting. It's like, they have everything, visuals and hooking bright songs and good feel-good vibe and everything. Mm-hmm. But it was all, like, you know, DIY spirit. It was something that they did by themselves mm-hmm. with the crew. So it was very, it was more authentic than, like, yeah. well, I'm not saying that uh, K-pop idol groups are not authentic, but they're big blockbuster, right? Yeah. Blockbusters can't be close to each audience because it's big. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a definition. It's a, it's a blockbuster. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah, but... DPR, it's it's like an indie music mm-hmm. or indie movie where everyone is gathered for their own sole purpose. Yeah, and it was very sincere and very small yet concentrated. Yeah. So the feeling and vibe they have are very you know concentrated, and it's, yeah, it's very united into one whole envision. I think. And it's very colorful. Uh, it is. It, it is. almost feels like a Wes Anderson movie. I mean, uh, even the poster, not the poster, but album cover, cover. is yeah. very unique it's like yeah it, I mean at first we think it's like okay it's just hot girl picture so what but like it looks almost like an art actually when yeah. you look at closely and it really suits the music also very uh, well very the music well. feels very purple pink yeah uh, yeah very pink uh, and it talks about the girl <laughs> yeah it talks about her yeah uh, all the time yeah. yeah it's it's very straightforward it's mm-hmm. very uh uh, representative yeah very artsy also yeah so it was very interesting and I think that's why DPR became so big yeah that it had a global audience from America to Europe to everywhere I think yeah so that was like her and now with the after you know four or five years now here's a time when DPR live is like having a sort of hiatus as a DPR live and make a new ego yeah. art, art ego I guess so like now it's a good time for us to think what did DPR and especially the Her album did to us and how it kind of you know inspired us as a K-pop scene you know uh, you know ever since DPR mm-hmm. the, the collective has emerged uh, I mean has you know blew up blown up um, I guess people really, I mean, people who make music or, you know, like do, does art, uh, I think they realized that the most personal thing is the most uh, global thing, I guess. It's just like Juno Bong said, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, because, you know, DPR, the collective, they put in massive work to create this one specific project mm-hmm. that represents the person's life yeah. or, uh, you know, artistic view. Yeah. Because, you know, DPR Ian also, he talks about his mental health. Uh, he talks about his depressed, d- depressive thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, very, very, very sad stuff. And, it, which is very personal. But, uh, people, uh, uh, people really love it. Uh, because they they get moved listening to his sad songs, very uh, depre- depressing songs. Mm. 
and DPR Live also. He talks about love in very, very different yeah, unique aspects. Way. Yeah, that's very interesting. I I think that what you're saying is very right. So like the DIY spirit, yeah, which is hard to keep, but you know now we know and it's it works. Yeah, I think it worked because it was them mm-hmm. because they uh, they decided to. Uh, you know, team up right mm-hmm. off the bat, mm-hmm. like ever since the start. Yep, uh, I think so. With the great teamwork and yeah, it it reminded everyone that teamwork is the dream work. Uh, I so agree, and I think also it's like DPR kind of showed, which is hard to, as you said, replicate and everything. But I think the what should I say, Korean indie, Korean hip hop, or K R and B has a can be a global. Yeah, yeah. And it almost has to be global now. And that kind of, I think, Bang Yerin and DPR, those kind of, you know, projects kind of show that they can work mm-hmm. as long as you just put your effort in it and yeah. be very sincere about it and, you know, have some global mind with the right resource. Mm-hmm. Like, everything has to be totally different to compete against, like, you know, Mm-hmm. idols and or like you know pop stars and everything but yeah. as long as you're sincere about all of your work it can work actually yeah like every as long as you put quality time and effort into yeah, it yeah like a, yeah, like a spirit you know, yeah <laughs> people will get moved to it yeah exactly so that's I think very I think that's very what should I say mm, good what should I say good inspiration that DPR yeah. the crew gave to k-pop scene well, i mean it's not always gonna work but like i think right now yeah i almost feel like crew is a w- way to go not the company because not saying all the existing companies are bad they're too good you can't compete against yeah. them as a company i think <laughs> you can't compete against hype man they're great or, yeah hype, <laughs> JYP, I mean, they're crazy they're, and yeah i think one thing the one thing you can't copy is their experience. Yeah, for it's sure. It's their failures. For sure. You know, we talked about Xiaobang. Bang. If, if you don't remember, just go back to our first episode. Yeah, we talked about it. Bang Xiao was like a great producer from the start, but like his dance music projects, it was like all covered with like, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, like failures. Yeah. Like, no pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, no, no, no. It's just, I, I'm just saying how I, I'm so like, I have a, so much respect about Xiaobang Bang because like, his music from the start was great. I mm-hmm. loved like "Come to Me" by Om Jong Hwa and those music, but it was all failure. Many of them were endless. But yeah. he just kept trying different projects and you know learned from the mistake and made this huge label JYP yeah. also. And you can't have that mistake now. <laughs> yeah, their success was based on the failure. Yeah, basically. and then what they learned from failures and yeah now to start company like the same way as them mm-hmm. <laughs> to me it's kind of nonsense so like but you can't compete against them with dpr kind of format because it's totally different yeah the ironic you can't compete dpr to stray kids just, yeah you can't compare them basically. yeah it's like totally different kind of projects yeah two different areas yeah extremely different areas mm-hmm. so like i think it's it kind of re- reminds me that like if you want to be a newcomer and like you know start a new business in K-pop, it has to be different, like totally different from the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, and DPR kind of showed us that, I think. For sure. Yeah, so it kind of inspired me also. So yeah. So, 
they inspired me as an artist also yeah. because uh, they show me that uh, musicians can succeed mm-hmm. uh, with their own stuff. Like yeah. as long as you put in time, effort, you know, in the music, yeah, and the project as a team, yeah, uh, you can d- you can make something out of it. Uh, you know, not you know participating in the pr- TV shows or you know not being a in, you know like not trying to follow yeah. the. already existed path you know yeah not getting the you know exposure from existing artists and yeah. you know none of that they can succeed from their own projects and their own arts and their own dreams uh, which really inspired me and encouraged me mm-hmm. to make music mm-hmm. also I, I think it's very good one all one thing also I think is very what's really helpful and very inspiring about DPR live and DPR's music in general is their music is Ironically, in Korea, their music is like considered so under or indie. Yeah. But for global Western audience, it's more, what should I say, popular, mm-hmm. more adaptable. Yeah. It's very Western, you know. Yeah, very Western. And very radio friendly to mm-hmm. American and European radio, yeah. think, even African radio. Yeah, I can definitely imagine their music like coming out on like... 103.5 yeah, in LA. Yeah. yeah, yeah, when I'm driving in LA, like you yeah. can I can see you can listen to like DPR lives her or like text me. Yeah. It, it suits well. But like I love Street Kids, so I'm saying Street Kids cuz I love them, their music. Yeah, they're but, amazing. But their music, like if you put it in the radio, it's not going to work. It's, it it only makes sense when you're in the concert or in the music video. It makes super sense and it makes yeah. me drives me crazy. And I love their music. Yeah, I'm a huge it, fan. They might not be radio friendly. Yeah, yeah like w- one of the single, my favorite single from Street Kids is God's Menu. But yeah. it just doesn't work in radio because they're too special and too unique. Yeah. But ironically, DPR Live's music, which is under or indie considered in Korea, can work in the radio even. Like yeah, more very mass. adaptive. Yeah, yeah. So I think if we learn from their, like, project and everything something good might happen in k-pop or k-hip-hop k-r&b whatever in the future Mm -hmm. so it was very great work i think and now for next week we're going to talk about the very similar thing which is there is an artist who (laughs) is now who was pretty much king of k-pop actually (laughs) yeah king of k-pop like a god yeah so (laughs) he, he Bang Ji-yuk said he's a salier and compared this guy to Mozart, you know. That's, yeah. That's how big he was. <laughs> yeah, he, he was like, I mean, he is, he is still. He is like the Tony Stark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like a living legend, exactly, yeah. of K-pop. Which Tony is, Stark of K-pop. Yeah, none other than G-Dragon. Yeah. And like just a couple weeks ago, he, you know, very casually, just, you know, like a nothing is a big deal that yeah. announced that he goes to Warner Music. Yeah, he uploaded a picture that says Warner Music uh, in, uh, welcomes G-Dragon. Yeah, like, I don't know what that means. Uh, but They probably signed him. I don't know. It's uh, it's so casual. They don't say anything. It's just, it's like, yeah, nothing's a big deal. Just, you know, chill, chill. Another, yeah. another day of eating, you know, Five Guys <laughs> Burger type of thing, yeah. actually. <laughs> another day buying this luxury clothes. Yeah. And I signed to Warner. <laughs> and they say, they welcome me. Yeah, it's not a big deal. You know, it's a very casual but like very shocking news, yeah, actually. Yeah, we don't know yet. 
I mean, yeah. he might have just like visited their office or uh, whatever. Yeah. yeah, we don't know. But one thing for sure is like you know this his movement made everyone just like very you know everyone's like very talking about him. Yeah, even I was surprised. Yeah. <laughs> so I think no matter I, we're not sure what happened because you know he didn't say it, but for sure he is you know going to a new era yeah. of his musical career. So I think it's a good time for us to talk about G Dragon. I think it's going to be a very yeah. long and big episode, but maybe we'll just say stay one, you know, ha- have one episode and maybe keep others for the later, but Yeah, we but, covered him once before, but uh we, we will did? like the producer idol uh did we? I don't think so. Uh not G Dragon, I don't think so. Oh, didn't we? I I think we did. Uh, like we briefly talked about. Oh him. yeah, briefly. Of course. Yeah, ah, we, now I remember. Yeah, we briefly yeah, yeah. talked about him. Yep, yep. Because he was a starting point of. Yeah, I mean, but Jiryong is so big that like. Yeah, we can we can talk about him hours and hours. Yeah, I, to uh, me, I mean, Yoon was right, but like, sorry for that, guys. But for me, that was not even covering him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So for big. me also, because like, so so big, and we'll see what happens, but. Next week, we'll definitely talk about mm-hmm. none other than G-Dragon. Yeah. So, stay tuned. And we'll keep in watching, like, you know, other issues. Like, because mm-hmm. K-pop, although it's it's not such a big phenomenon, there's always, a, you know, new news. Yeah, we're every not, week. Yeah, we're not going to be, like, ABC News and go through the headlines or anything. Yeah, we're not like TMZ. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, we're going to definitely, if we like, want to speak about it, we will talk about NS one issue for, like, you know, NS 30-40 minutes or maybe even deeper. So, yeah, stay tuned and if you have any suggestion or anything, please, yeah, yeah. give us a comment or anything. Yeah. Um, and, and please, like, DM us, like, if you want us to, like, talk about certain stuff. Sure, yeah. For DM, yeah, give us your Instagram. Yeah, uh, Instagram and Twitter. It's both not Goon. Oh, for me, it's always yeah. like TYB K-pop. So yep. please, you're welcome to always like, DM us or you know post something to us. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you next week. See you next week.